1: washer and dryer coverage just call 1-800-686-3910 that's 1-800-686-3910 again 1-800-686-3910 call now
0: the experiment was a success begin life force reboot program now
1: stand clear Life signs stable
0: It's alive Set it loose This is the Jeff Fisher Show On the Blaze Radio Network
2: Oh, hello Welcome to it Another beautiful day In the United States of America Hey, maybe Maybe, 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 All right, so last weekend, I appreciate Brad Stagg's filling in. We were in uh, California. I took a trip with uh, you know the guy that runs the joint. Went back uh, out to San Francisco to be a part of a Super Bowl breakfast, uh, athletes in action, great event. We were in San Francisco. That's the first time that I've ever been in San Francisco. So the time spent there was fascinating and you know we went to went to all the marks uh you know the Golden Gate Bridge which I must say the Golden Gate Bridge uh iconic as it is um, day, I hate to you know ruin the ruin the mystique around the Golden Gate Bridge but really there's a lot better bridges in America I mean I got it the Golden Gate, and it's, you know, it's, it's one of the iconic bridges of all time in America, yet still really not that. There's a lot better bridges in America is all I'm saying. And, you know, you see Alcatraz, and then you go down to the, you know, down to the pier, and you see walk the streets, and man, oh, man, oh, man, if, San Francisco is an example of how you want to live in your cities in America. Good luck. God bless. They claimed that they cleaned it up for the Super Bowl weekend. They usually do. I mean, Super Bowl is two weeks now It's a big event. They start coming in the first week for smaller events. And the second week is just a big event filled week building up to the game. Uh, and i've lived in other cities that have you know are preparing for the super bowl and have had it and they you know bring out the hoses and hose everything down they claim they hosed it down wow if that's hosing it down san fran you got some serious deep cleaning to do there's still all kinds of homeless people people living on the streets um you know god bless them if that's what they want that's great but you know, the San Francisco, why wouldn't you go there? Um, my understanding is is that, you know, they have places for you to eat. You can sleep inside if you can. You know, money from the state and the city. And you just, you know, find a nice place on a corner and that's your spot. It was really remarkable. We stayed at a place that was, you know, a, a San Francisco mansion. And, uh, you know, it was in the city, you uh, know, look, when you see it on the street, you know, it's these row houses of mansions and, uh, you know, it's got the it's four stories, garage on the bottom, you know, six car garage, um, walk up the big flight of stairs, the big walkway into the house. And then, you know, the bedroom's are on the second and third floor and you're way up top. And it's just, and by the way, I, you know, I'm not one to complain, uh, but, uh, the elevator was broken uh, at the time of our stay and, uh, wow, did that bring down the happiness of the stay at this place we stayed at, uh, having to walk, uh, flights of stairs. I'm not big fan of, okay. Just saying. And it was beautiful, but yet yeah, there was just something like you felt like, yeah, well, why would you, why would you live there? I mean, if you could afford this place, it just seems like there are better places to live. I guess if you love the city and you're, you know, hellbent on being San Franciscan, okay. And the neighborhood isn't that great. I mean, it probably used to be, sure. But, you know, we walked, uh, I walked quite a bit uh, in the local neck of the woods of where we lived dro- drove and walked and uh, you know i mean i felt kind of safe but that's me i don't let things really get to me do i do i want my wife and children running around there no no i don't so anyway san francisco uh, it was great I mean, the more you stay in california the more you love it i mean i love california I hadn't been to San Francisco before, but I've spent time in uh, Southern California, Los Angeles, uh, and you know the Metroplex of LA, surrounding areas of, uh, of LA, and up in the mountains, Big Bear Lake, and I mean, I just I love California, love it. I, I I actually, if I made your money, I could live there, but I don't make your money, so I'm living in Texas. Anyway, that's where I was, and I appreciate you listening to Brad here on the Blaze Radio Network. A couple of days ago, uh, on a, a you know the radio show, the <laughs> the Glenn Beck program, <laughs> uh, I endorsed a presidential nominee. And I told you about a man I thought was worthy of uh, holding the office of the President of the United States of America. Family man, former military, former governor, former attorney general. Someone I thought could worthy of being our POTUS. That man was Jim Gilmore. Gilmoreforamerica.com. Yesterday, and I was all ready to campaign for... Jim all weekend long uh, in South Carolina from Texas. But yesterday we got sad news, sad news. Former Virginia governor, Jim Gilmore, the only veteran in the race for the presidency said yesterday he is suspending his campaign for the white house. Gilmore said he will support the Republican nominee and that he intends to continue speaking out about the dangers of electing either Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders. Gilmore, former U.S. Army intelligence agent who spent the last eight months campaigning for the Republican presidential nomination, said the difficulty of the debate structure combined with the national media coverage of the candidates made it impossible for him to continue his campaign for presidency. But, he said he is determined to help elect a Republican president. My campaign, Jim Gilmore said, was intended to offer the governor experience, the track record of a true conservative experienced in national security to unite the party. My goal was to focus on the importance of this election as a real turning point and to emphasize the dangers of continuing on a road that will further undermine America's economy and weaken our national security. Nonetheless, I will continue to express my concerns about the dangers of electing someone who has pledged to continue Obama's disastrous policies. And I will continue to do everything I can to ensure that our next president is a free enterprise Republican who will restore our nation to greatness and keep our citizens safe. It's a sad day in America. Now I endorsed Jim Gilmore for President of the United States, and we didn't give this we should have i wish he would have held off at least another weekend before suspending his campaign because I think we could have we could have garnered big support in South Carolina. Those of you on social media uh, oh i don't know Facebook. Uh, Jeff Fisher Radio, and uh, Twitter, at JeffyMRA, and uh, Instagram, uh, JeffyMRA. We're all very happy to comment on Mr. Gilmore's suspension. Those of you that were worried about me, concerned about me, thank you. Thank you very much. Those of you that are concerned for Jim Gilmore, thank you. On behalf of Mr. Gilmore, thank you. Those of you that are calling me the kiss of death, those of you that are asking me to endorse another candidate so that that candidate drops out in two days, I don't know, someone by the name of oh, uh, Donald Trump, uh, while I appreciate your <laughs> participation in social media. At least, the very least you could have done is given me a day of reflecting on the suspension of the campaign of Jim Gilmore. But no. No. You cut right to the heart.
3: This is
2: The Jeff Fisher Show
3: on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: and dryer coverage just call 1-800-686-3910 that's 1-800-686-3910 again 1-800-686-3910 call now
3: the jeff fisher show is on
2: Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number here on the Blaze Radio Network. So those of you living in the Northeast, uh, you know, batten down the hatches, buckle up, get out the extra blankets, get uh, make sure you have enough firewood in case the power goes out, and my gosh, oh, oh, be prepared. Yes, yeah, something this network is very good at reminding you to be be prepared extreme cold coming to the northeast man do i miss living up north in the northeast do i ever oh oh do i want to be a part of sub-zero wind chill temperatures do i want to be a part of snow and ice not wanting to go outside just having lockdown and freezing oh do I miss that? Once in a while, it happens here in Texas, no question, but and especially North Texas, which I just don't understand. But that's a big battle that my wife and I have. She is uh, big on the Northeast and the cold, and I am not. This is why I spent years in Florida. Okay. Sun. Uh, he and while Dallas Fort Worth, the Metroplex, is great to live in, uh I do miss the ocean. I was just I was talking to someone the other day from Florida, and man do I miss the ocean. And then I talk, then I ran into someone yesterday who's from South Carolina, thinking about moving here, and they live out, you know, on the coast by the ocean, and I, I'm like, wow. Um, no, oh no, we, we, we want to get out of South Carolina. Okay. I mean, I understand wanting to move and and this is the place to do it. And if you, you know, you want to have a, you know, a little bit, I don't know, live in the big state of Texas, standing for freedom, uh, thumbs up to you. But man, do I, I miss the ocean and, uh, the beaches and I do not miss uh, the cold and the freezing temperatures. So they're calling for a sub zero, uh, cold front, uh, you know, wind chills and everything. So bat down the hatches and be prepared. Okay. In fact, today you might want to go out because, uh, yesterday, the 12th was the first day of, uh, the new playboy magazine featuring, uh, non nudes. Nobody's naked. Well, that's not true. Uh, they're not you won't see them uh fully naked. Okay. Playboy's uh reinvention. It's on the newsstands, right? It came out yesterday. Have you got your copy? I mean it might be time to get it, so when you're battening down the hatches in that uh you know eighteen degree below zero wind chill in the northeast, uh you could say, Oh, I've got the new Playboy to go through. It's uh it's getting rid of the tagline entertainment for men. No more stodgy jokes. It's bigger, thicker paper. I bet you they're making it more like uh, Remember, do You remember the magazine interview? Uh, Oh shoot. Who's the, I can't think of the artist name now. That was the big interview magazine. Uh, did the interview magazine out of New York, but his magazine was extra big and thick like that. Andy Warhol, Andy Warhol. Uh, is called Interview, and that magazine is still out there. But when he was alive, uh, they've made it smaller now, and, and it's uh, you know it's still you know artsy and you know models and stuff from New York. But when he was alive, it was one of the extra big magazines, thick paper and stuff. It was really cool, and I bet you that's what Playboy is going toward the old Interview style. Um, I love the line from Larry Flint, uh, founder of Hustler. I know Hefner's getting old because he's 90. I didn't know he'd lost his mind. (laughs) Now, Scott Flanders, CEO of Playboy Enterprises, hey, Hef has not lost his mind. He is leading the creative repositioning of Playboy to make it as relevant today for millennial males as when he launched Playboy magazine in the 50s. We just think we've transcended beyond the need for nudity. What a great press release. And actually, it might work for him. Good luck. God bless. But it came out on the stands. Run out there and get there. Now, a good promotion for Playboy being on the stands is that I see a Vanna White story. Vanna White. Miss Wheel of Fortune. Miss Everything to the World. Miss Smiley Face, right? The headline says, she regrets her Playboy cover. I didn't want to be on there. Yeah, boy, your careers really sucked since then, huh? So she was on the cover in 87, but she wasn't actually, you know, she didn't do a photo shoot for Playboy. Uh, This is her telling the story. What happened was when I moved to Hollywood, I was too embarrassed to ask my dad for money for rent. I did some lingerie shots, like we all do sometimes, you know, back in those days. And Hugh Hefner bought the pictures. White claimed that Hefner's decision to put her on the cover was against her wishes. Hugh was a friend. Huh. So she, Hugh was a friend at the time. This was in 87. He said, Vanna, we're going to put you on the cover. Oh, don't put me on the cover. My career could be ruined. And Hugh was like, uh, yeah, uh, no. Uh, no, your career's not going to be ruined. And uh, no, you're on the cover. It's 87. Uh, Wheel of Fortune's been on for a while. You're still, uh, you know, you're the beginning of the Vanna White world. Uh, You're going on the cover. And now she's pissed. I don't talk to him. I feel bad. It was a long time ago, but that really hurt my feelings. Thanks to everyone out there who was on my side, they didn't fire me, and everybody was very supportive. It was a great lesson. Was it, Vanna? Was it? Don't ever do anything that you think is wrong. Listen to that little voice inside of you. I wish I wouldn't have done it. And I did it. Yeah. Yeah, Those that lingerie shot ruined you, huh? Come on. That's more of a promo for the magazine. I'm sure it almost sounds like she's working for half still. Boy, I wish they wouldn't have put me on the cover. Oh, by the way, the new magazine is out. I mean, she's, first of all, get this here's Vanna's story. Uh, she's against. Book of World Records holder, which I wish I had a Guinness I want to be a Guinness World Book, World, whatever it's called. I want to own a record. My name on a record. I have a great idea for a Guinness record, and I, I still want to pull it off. And I believe that this particular world record would be a great bit. I may have talked to you about it before. I don't like to talk about it on the air because it's a tr- tr- tremendous idea, and there's radio stations around America that could pull it off. But she holds the Guinness Book of World Record for television's most frequent clapper. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of record I want. That's the kind of record I want. Congratulations, Vanna. Your career was ruined that Playboy cover.
0: This is the Jeff Fisher Show only on the Blaze Radio Network
3: Jeff Fisher.
2: It is Jeff Fisher. Thank you so much for being here. If you'd like to participate, one 900 3393 is the phone number. Or you can follow on Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram, Jeffy MRA, or on Twitter at Jeffy MRA. Now, all right, so this is a big weekend. Big, big weekend in the world. Couple of reasons. One. Uh, Valentine's Day, holiday. Two, football is over. Sundays belong to the dead now. Okay, Walking Dead is back. (laughs) Yeah, the second half of this season is, I am ready for it. They released the four-minute trailer, the first four minutes of the episode uh, a couple days ago. I am psyched. Now, on Monday, I will release Talking Walking Dead, a separate podcast. You can look for it at uh, on you know theblaze.com slash radio under the Jeff Fisher Show. Uh, I am fired up about that. Uh, Monday is the Grammys. So, I mean, it's action-packed weekend all around, right? Action-packed. When you go out, be... You know, be worried. Be worried because you might get bitten by a mosquito and, uh, my gosh, you you might get Zika. Okay? Is it Zika, Zika, Zika? I'm calling it Zika. I don't care what you call it. Okay? It's a Zika virus and you might get it. (laughs) Okay? And it's going all over the world now. Okay? It's everywhere. Now, if you want to know about it, you can go, there's a Zika Zika virus map.net. Zika virus map dot net. Um, I believe that it's it's uh, put up by uh, my man who uh, did the uh, Ebola site, the Ebola map site. So just be prepared for Zika. Now, seriously, why are we so I'm really I'm confused at why we're freaking out over this virus. Okay, I got it. It's everywhere. I got it. But um, look. The symptoms, which I believe I have, uh, by the way, I think I, <laughs> I think I have Zika. I mean, I could be wrong. A one in five people infected with Zika virus becomes ill. This is according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, okay? The most common symptoms, fever, rash, joint pain, red eyes. I think I have those. As a matter of fact, I know I have those. So I think I have Zika. Uh other common symptoms include muscle pain and headache. Yep. I have it. Put me down. Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Another one another one bites the dust. Okay, only you don't bite the dust. Okay, it's rare that anyone dies. Okay? The illness usually uh lasts for several days and to a week and then uh have a nice day. Okay? Now, I get that there's one doc, one place that believes that this, you know, causes these birth defects in pregnant women. That has not been 100% proven yet. Okay? So we're just, obviously, you don't want to have the birth defects, so, you know, take precautions. I got it. But I don't believe that's not 100% proven yet on, uh that it actually causes that. Okay? they are talking about Zika tests could be available within weeks. Yay! Now that's capitalism right there. There's a virus that people don't know that they have. We have to we have to we have to get a test. Get it on the shelves right now. Test yourself for Zika. If it turns red, you have Zika. So just be prepared, okay, because uh, you really, you don't want to, you don't want to get bitten by the, by the mosquito. Who wants them getting bitten by a mosquito? Perhaps we should, I don't know, kill the mosquitoes. Let's see, there's a, some kind of chemical. What is that chemical that kills mosquitoes all over the world? Huh. What is that chemical? I'm trying to think of what it's called. It's a, um, you call it um, uh, poison, but I call it um, DDT and good for humans because it's bad for mosquitoes. How about that? How about we'll take care of that? Okay, that'd be nice. What do you think? Maybe? Maybe? Eh. It's a thought. Maybe we do it. Okay, Now, Valentine's Day. Are you ready for Valentine's Day? Because I most definitely uh, hate this. I I hate Valentine's Day. I hate the whole idea of making me buy a gift at a certain time. Even Christmas drives me insane. I mean, I get it. It's a great holiday. It's wonderful and all that. But if I want to buy you a gift, I'll buy you a gift. I hate being forced to buy someone a gift. Why? Now, Menthol Floss put out Valentine's Day related gifts each state Googles more frequently than other states. All right. Here in Texas, the most Googled Valentine's Day related gift searched plus Size lingerie. Makes you happy about being in Texas, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, That's great. Florida's jewelry. Up in the northeast, you have, uh, let's see, New Hampshire, stuffed animals, Vermont, chocolate, boring. Uh, Maine, Robert Burns poetry. That's just Stephen King sitting in his house in Maine, the one guy in Maine. I'll just look up poetry. Couples cooking class in, uh, ugh, Edible arrangement, Pandora Brazen. In Michigan, ballroom dancing lessons. Yay. In Wisconsin, fur coat. <laughs> uh, I wonder why that is. <laughs> That's great. In uh, Montana, uh, lobster t- lobster tails. Wow. Montana, that's pretty that's pretty amazing. And then in Idaho, Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve. I don't know if you, you just, they still send out their their little mags in the mail to everyone. I haven't seen one in our mail. Maybe my wife is just throwing it away or my father-in-law is keeping it for himself when he gets the mail. But I remember the little flyers, little mags used to come out for the Adam and Eve stuff. Couples pajamas in California, flower delivery in Alaska. Ooh. Get out there up in the north, start looking for sex toys and couples yogas. Oh my gosh, Oklahoma boudoir photos. All right, stop it. If you're going to get somebody something for Valentine's Day, at least, my gosh, get some jewelry and some flowers and move on. Okay? How about that? And then, you know, I forgot the biggest thing going on this weekend. What the heck am I doing? I'm telling you about stupid gifts across the country for Valentine's Day, a day that agonizes me, which is tomorrow. But today, we have another GOP debate. Yay! Is this like the 100th GOP debate? I think it is. I think maybe this is 100 and we're moving on to you know maybe 102, 100, 104 debates. I can't take it. But we're having it tonight, so you can listen for a pre-debate uh, chat with a Doc and Skip and Jay Severin tonight on the Blaze Radio Network, and then they'll wrap it up when the debate is over on the Blaze Radio Network as well. So you, know, you can uh, watch the debate wherever you want to watch it, wherever you want to listen to it, but uh, before the debate, and after the debate, Doc Skip and Jay are going to lead you into the debate and take you out of the debate with what happened. And, you know, they are winding it down. I mean, now that our man Jim Gilmore is out, uh, you know, now you're talking about it. Trump is still hawking his big mouth and saying, you know, tweeting his, I'm going to sue Ted Cruz for not being an American citizen. Shut up. When he starts doing that, you know, things are, uh, you know, looking, uh Uh, Worse for the Donald. Okay. And I listened to Donald Trump yesterday on AM Tampa Bay in Tampa, Florida, 970 WFLA. He was having some big rally there last night. So, of course, he's got to, you know, go on the air and hawk his wares. And Jack and Ted were talking to him. And it was, you know, it was another Donald Trump interview. and, and, And I just wish Ted Webb would have read the article and not just the headline of the Common Core. Uh, the Common Core statement because Ted asked him, so you're against Common Core, what are you doing? And Donald Trump went up and down and back and forth. I'm for Common Core. I'm for Common Core. I'm for Common Core. I've always been for Common Core. Where'd you get that? Where'd you get that story? Send me that story. I wish I knew where you heard that story. Um, Don, uh, you said it. Okay, You said it. And I'm going to find exactly where he said it, but he may have misspoke. I'll give him that. I hate to give Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt, but I will. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'll say, okay, um, you know, all right. So, so you misspoke, right, Don? You always been for Common Core. We got it, no problem, no problem. But he posted his video on Facebook, claiming Common Core is a total disaster. We can't let it continue, which is what he, you know, took his stance uh, in Tampa yesterday on the on the morning show. However. Okay. He said a rally in Clemson, South Carolina, Wednesday night. Donald Trump came out in favor of the controversial common core. Okay? He said, "Now this is what this is what I think he just this is why I think he just misspoke." Uh he said, "We're going to do something special. Common core we're going to keep." Okay? Now, he may have meant we're going to keep going. We're going to keep after it. We're going to keep going to get rid of it. But he said we're going to keep in South Carolina. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he misspoke. But he was adamant with Jack and Ted about, I'm for Common Core. Where did you hear that? And where did you hear that? And I really like that story. And who wrote that story? And where did you hear that? I do was screaming, screaming. I don't think they heard me because uh, I was listening. I was, I was streaming the audio on my laptop, and uh, I'm pretty sure they didn't hear me because they didn't ask and they didn't say, you said it. So the next time you hear Donald swearing up and down about something, just know, okay, just know that he lies. And also, no, he said it. And he changes his mind with the wind. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt with the Common Core thing because he has been pretty consistent. Pretty consistent with that. But in the speech in South Carolina, he said we're going to keep Common Core. Okay? He said it. Ugh. Oh, wish Ted would have heard me. Drives me insane. Where did you hear that story? I'd like to know who wrote that story. You didn't send me that story, Donald. You said it. You're listening to the Jeff Fisher Show,
0: the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher show
2: 888-900-3393 is the phone number coming up immediately following this broadcast. Mike Opelka with pure Opelka. Not sure what Mike has giving away today. Let's hope it's some sort of mittens. It's the pure Opelka mittens. It's going to be so cold up there in the Northeast. Perhaps someone could win the pure Opelka mittens. I don't know that though. Don't hold me to it. I just know what I hear in the break room. And then a little bit of best of uh, Jay Jay Severin and then uh, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, uh, all live. Plus tonight, you've got the uh, pre-debate talk with uh, Doc and Skip and Jay and post-debate talk with Doc, Skip, and Jay until midnight on the Blaze Radio Network. We talked a little earlier about uh, my trip to San Francisco, which is a sanctuary city. News earlier this week, we have now crossed... 300 cities in America. 300 areas that are considered sanctuary cities. Congratulations, United States. Congratulations. Yes. Yes, it's a wonderful thing. The Center for Immigration Studies has updated its list. Include Dallas County in Texas, Philadelphia, five Kentucky counties, and possibly the whole state of Massachusetts as areas where federal law enforcement demands for information and access to jailed illegal immigrants will be denied. Yay. Yay. We're a sanctuary city, and that's it. Okay, got it. Got it. Coming up next hour, I'm going to play a part of an interview I did with uh, Christian Slough from uh, FreeRaven23.com. And it is fascinating, amazing, and unbelievable. And I'll tell you more about that just around the corner.
0: This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Reboot Program,
1: now. Stand clear. Life signs stable.
0: It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: It is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride. You can always download all the episodes, uh, the blaze.com slash radio, Jeff Fisher show. Look, we post stuff all the time. Uh, this show goes up. We have separate segments from this show. Uh, walking dead is back on. So we're going to have talking walking dead, uh, coming up very, very soon. Like, I don't know this Monday after the Sunday night episode returns. I can't wait. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. They also posted, and now that I'm on The Walking Dead, they also posted a uh, quick promo tease hit of uh, Fear, The Walking Dead. And now that, I don't know, you know, that was on and it was eh. It was eh. And uh, what they posted uh, for the tease was uh, okay. It was kind of what we figured would happen because they were going on to that. If you watched it, they were going on to this big yacht. Uh, however, um, I still, I don't know, but I still, I'm not, I, I, I may watch the first episode, but that might be it because you got to give me some characters to love. Got to give me some characters to love. And if you can't do that, we're going to go right back to the walking dead, which I'm not leaving them anyway. So you can download talking walking dead on Monday as we kind of recap the episode and look back and look ahead. Talking Walking Dead, blaze slash radio Jeff Fisher show. Coming up right after this broadcast, Mike Opelka and Pure Opelka. He is uh, quick to point out uh, that uh, Zika update from a real doctor, uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Jorge today on Pure Opelka, uh, real medical info. Uh, I could be a doctor, okay? I mean, I could be. I mean, I got that. I'm. You know, technically not a doctor, but, you know, I could be. (laughs) And, I mean, what more information do you need on Zika than what I gave you? Really. That's it. Don't get bit by a mosquito. You're welcome. Okay? Earlier this week, uh, I had an opportunity to talk to Kristen Slough from uh, the wife of a man who is in prison right now. The website is freeraven23.com. The story is fascinating. Uh, While it's fascinating, it's also horrific. And I saw this story, um, and then I was reminded that I had met her uh, about a year ago at uh, a book signing, and she was uh, talking to me about the events that were taking place. And, uh, you know, we just never hooked up, never got together. Well, now, I mean, we have, I have, a, I have the interview, the The entire interview is going up right now uh, on theblaze.com slash radio. Um, it's called Free Raven 23 interview with Christian Slough I'd like to play a part of that interview just to give you a little tease of exactly what this story is about we have four families waiting to find out the fate of their loved ones uh (laughs) And it's really based on false justice. So, really, what I'd like to know is how do you guys cope? How are you doing? How are they doing?
3: I don't know. That's really the hardest question. You know, when people ask me questions about the facts of the case and everything, like,
2: yeah, I can
3: get through that. Um, I think that, well, there's the positive parts of it, right? Like, our four families are so close. We are just. Um, as thick as can be. We talk every day. We've absolutely bonded together through this. And uh, there's not been a single moment where I've ever felt like alone on my own little island that I've got people out there that understand me. And, you know, while I tend to do a lot of the the speaking, just because that's kind of the role I fall into, everybody pulls weight. Everybody's out there every day pushing and scratching to get this thing out in front of the public and to get it right. Um, But we also spend a lot of our time going to see the guys. So like my husband is um, in a federal prison about three hours away from me. Uh, My toddler and I spend most weekends in a prison visiting room um, pretty much every weekend. So it's a really, it's a really difficult and challenging time. And I think at this point we've just decided that, you know, God has a bigger plan for us that he put us in this position for a reason that he puts opportunities for us out there. And I don't think that our mission is just to get these four guys out. I think that our mission is to um, expose what's going on in our government because there is a tidal wave of information coming at people and they're finally starting to understand that, you know, just because your government tells you something doesn't mean that they're right. And I think the more people understand that and the more that they, you know, exercise their right to vote and get involved with the candidates and understand what's going on, that it makes a difference. Um, And I think there's also some huge changes that need to be made within the Department of Justice. Um, it's a really sickening and dismaying thing to realize that our Department of Justice is really anything, but there's simply a, a tool um, of whatever administration is pulling the strings at the time. So. All,
2: right. All right, so you have a little toddler.
3: I do. Um, She's about to be three this month. Wow. It'll be the and second birthday dad has missed.
2: Our. All these guys in the same prison? Are they separated? I mean, we have them all over the country. They're all
3: over. So, generally, by the
2: thing is unbelievable. I'm tired (laughs) of saying that. It's like
3: every single time we wake up, something more unbelievable has happened. Um, actually, I think that that's actually fairly by design. They were all from different parts of the country. So my husband's a few hours away from me. Okay. Nick's a few hours from his sister. Oh, okay. Evan's a few hours from his brother. So you mean
2: somebody actually was trying to be at least somewhat nice.
3: Well, actually, recidivism rates are improved when people are involved in their community and have regular visitation. Oh, so it's actually cute. there's some science behind it, right? Well, Where well, if you have cute. your family and friends coming to visit you, that you're less likely well, to commit there's crimes. There's also science
2: and... by not putting not guilty people in prison.
3: <laughs> there, there, is a, there should be a science behind that as well there is really not um, and actually that's one of the really eye-opening things that has happened is you know hearing stories of some of the other um, the other inmates and people that my husband's become involved with and, and you know not necessarily that they're not guilty but I, I'm sure that there are some that are but it's really the uh, the way that our Officials and prosecutors go about with this kind of conviction at all cost mentality, and the way our sentencing works, and the way mandatory minimums work, and the way charging decisions are made in order to be punitive. If you won't play ball, um, a lot of that stuff has been really eye opening and, and really seriously disturbing. Okay, so yes,
2: our pensions, funds, money. How are we doing that? Are you getting any military pensions? Any no. is the company helping you at all? No. I mean, you're just you're the you're No, we're left totally on, on our own. It I live you to the curb.
3: I I live with my parents, I have my income, I have my toddler, I have absolutely nothing else coming in and either do any of the rest of the families. Kelly, um, Dustin's wife, she has I mean, two it, children, a mortgage, military. she's a teacher.
2: These were military guys. I mean, they just didn't start working for Blackwater. No,
3: that's right. They're all decorated veterans, but none of them actually retired from the military. So you don't receive ongoing funds from the military unless you retire from there. So they all had active duty service commitments um, left, went on to other things. Um, The VA was paying disability payments to at least one of the guys. And after he was convicted, they cut off his disability payments because apparently being convicted of a crime makes you abled um so they cut off his payments um a couple of the men several of the men were receiving payments through the defense bill act dba from injuries they sustained when they were in Iraq that all got cut off as well um blackwater arranged for our defense i think that i actually had insurance and the they contracted Absolutely. with our defense attorneys for a lump sum. That money ran out ages ago. These defense teams are working for us for public defender wages at this point because they refuse to leave us um, high and dry. Them. God bless them. No. God bless them.
2: You can find out uh, how you can help them by listening to the entire interview at theblaze.com slash radio uh, under the Jeff Fisher Show. Uh, it's called Raven 23, False Justice. And that was uh, Christian Slough, Dustin, Evan, and Paul. These guys, I mean, it's unbelievable. They got thirty years and a day. Okay, the minimum, the minimum was thirty years, so they gave him thirty years and a day. And Nick, because he was uh, found guilty, well, he's in. He's life in prison. So listen, listen to the interview. Just know that they are in prison right now, 30 years, four of them, Dustin, Evan, and Paul, 30 years in a day. And Nick, when you read their names, know that he is in prison right now for life. Download it. Listen to it. Help in any way you can. Raven 23, False Justice.
0: This is The Jeff Fisher Show on The Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Oh my gosh, it does return. 888 900 3393 is the phone number. Plenty of live programming for you on the Blaze Radio Network today. Uh, Michael Opelka, Pure Opelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast. And then uh, Salcedo at noon, Slater at three, Pags at six. And then you've got live Doc and Skip and Jay with a pre-debate. Yes, there's another GOP debate tonight. Pre-debate talk. And then Doc and Skip and Jay will wrap up the evening and wrap up with the debate chat until midnight on the Blaze Radio Network. They will start uh, immediately uh, following the debate and go until midnight. Uh, they'll start. Before an hour before the debate starts, and you'll be ready to go on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay? Okay. Good. So I see this story about, about saving fifteen hundred dollars a year by cutting out food waste. And you think about all the food that we waste here in America. And you know, I was going down this list and it talks about What it asks you to do, look, you're not going to, you know, a lot of stuff you're not going to do, okay? You're just not. Uh, You know, some of them are just helpful tips. Shop deliberately from a list for just a couple of meals ahead of time. Otherwise, your eyes will be bigger than your stomach, and much of what you will buy will end up in the trash. Use up leftovers by making catch-all dishes like soups, stir-fries, fried rice. Stale bread, hey, make menus involving croutons, French toast, or bread pudding. Learn to store food properly. Do not get freaked out by expiration dates. Okay, so those are just basic helpful hints on trying to save money so you waste less food. Right, right. So January 22nd comes along. In a country that goes by the name of, of Venezuela. Coming to a country near you, by the way, very soon. Uh, President Maduro uh, replaced his agric- minister, of urban Ag- minister of urban agriculture. I'm sure he replaced him. And has anyone seen him? No, he's gone now. Um. He is and was, at that time, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, asking Venezuelans to grow their own food because import shortages are not going away anytime soon. Okay, Uh, It's America's fault. No question. Uh, He wants to beat our president with a stick. Remember, he has said, uh, hey, no problem. Uh, it comes to America. I want to beat him with a stick. That's the new urban agriculture head. So, and it goes on and on and on about Venezuela and what they're doing, and America sucks, and there's food shortages, so start growing your own potatoes. What do we see as a headline today? Venezuela. Da, 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 da. Declares another emergency. Da, 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 da. It has run out of food. Venezuela's opposition legislature has declared a nutritional emergency, proclaiming that the country simply does not have enough food to feed its population. Hmm. hmm. They've been waiting in line for pints of milk, bags of flour, cooking oil. Uh, at one point uh they had people were waiting in line over- you know f- overnight uh for the stores to open, so they put a ban on overnight line standing and so you could only start standing in line early in the morning, agonizing now, they want more imports on basic foods and inspect government owned food companies to ensure they are meeting efficiency standards. Huh. So a s- dictatorship socialist country is having problems feeding their people. Wonder what could what could go wrong with all of that? I don't know. Hmm. A recent report highlighted the struggle of the average Venezuelan what they endure to inquire basic foods like butter, oil, flour, five hours in line to buy a chicken uh, the the sh- the shelves are empty, okay There were people killed. we saw video not long ago of fighting in front of a store over a bag of flour. Someone died, okay so here's what's coming for you. If we allow someone like, oh, I don't know, who could it be? Who could it be? A Bernie Sanders? Or someone like, who could it be? Who could it be? Oh, Hillary Clinton? Although some would say that Hillary is better than Bernie because she at least doesn't want to go as far as Bernie. I think she just doesn't want to say she wants to go as far as Bernie. Okay. Now, we have uh, primary coming up, the primary in South Carolina coming up on Monday. You may want to get out and cast your vote in South Carolina. And then coming up, uh, I think, the 1st of March is Super Tuesday. Uh, Somewhere in that neck of the woods is Super Tuesday. And, you know, if you're involved in that, you need to get out. Uh, right now, I just saw a Fox poll. Holy crap! It can't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know any of the details, and I don't know, you know, who was asked and how many people were involved. But the latest on Fox, which seems to be happy that Trump is in the lead, said that uh, Trump thirty-four-five, uh, Cruz fifteen-five, in South Carolina. So Ted can still hang strong with a second place showing in South Carolina, but I want obviously we want him to win, and Glenn's there all weekend, uh campaigning for him. but uh Super Tuesday comes. he has got to have a strong showing, Super Tuesday. But if he wins Monday, hello. Now he's got to come out tonight in this debate and be strong. No whining. I don't want to hear people whining about not getting enough time. I don't want to hear people whining about, oh, thank God you finally called me. I don't want to hear people whining about, oh, that was, instead of answering that question, I want to answer this question. No whining in the debate. The first person that whines, I want helped off the stage immediately. Uh, you're whining? Oh uh, Yeah, you're done.
0: The Jeff Fisher Show, The Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show on The Blaze Radio Network.
2: Yes, it is. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You know, okay, so just a reminder, uh, we do have a GOP debate uh, tonight that you can listen to uh, pre-debate chat with Doc, Skip, and Jay from uh, 8 to 9 tonight on the Blaze Radio Network. And then immediately following the debate, uh, because we can't air the, the debate, Heaven forbid you don't have the pay for the rights to air the debate. Wouldn't want to be able to get out there to as much many people as possible. Wouldn't want that to happen. Oh, wait, that's capitalism. No, we, don't, we can't have that. Um, so we can't air the debate. However, uh, as soon as the debate is over, we will wrap it up with Doc Skip and Jay on the Blaze Radio Network until midnight. So be a part of it. And you can participate, too. Yeah, they take phone calls. It's amazing the phone lines hook up that late in the day, but they do. <laughs> so you can call them and check, talk to them about it. Just tell, see how bad Trump did and who he attacked and if Bush hung in there okay and if Carson was awake for more than half of the debate. And the first person that whines, that's it. Now, I know I saw some uh, you know, saw little jokes, uh, people thinking they're funny, ha, ha, ha. The first person that whines, maybe I should endorse them. Uh, I believe they were referring to my endorsement of Jim Gilmore two, two days ago and then Jim postponed his presidential campaign yesterday. You know, I guess they were you know, alluding to the fact that I'm some kind of kiss of death to campaigns. I, I kind of disagree with that, but okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram at M R A. It's like a little future. You know, I mentioned the other day on Pat and Stew uh, a little bit. Uh, I talked a little bit about the digital twin that would become your critical partner in healthcare. Uh, pretty amazing uh, that they're we're really close, so that you will have your digital twin uh, and. The doctors are talking, hey, they're real objects. They're like bridges, buildings, automobiles. Uh, it's how they behave using a digital twin. We can see how if everything flexes. It works good. Um, you know, people just get kind of freaked out uh, with the digital twin of, I don't know, a human. They start thinking it's a clone. When does the digital twin take over? There's a new movie for you, Digital Twin. Uh, but you have, uh, you know, new organs, new heart, new joints, right? Everything we talked at we talked at one point, I, I know we talked about on this show about the 3D printing of knees because I have a knee replacement and mine is just the old fashioned, uh, whatever kind of, you know, petro technology steel iron girder knee that they put in you that they cement to your bones. Now they're 3D printing them, so I could, uh, you know, you can have a, a knee replacement with a with your a, a digital twin. That's what it is, right? How cool is that? I mean, that is really, really cool. Now they don't, you know they they want to, uh, you know, this is where you're going to get into trouble because we are going to require coordination across care facilities, software companies, governmental organizations, which may be reluctant to standardize and share their proper pri- 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 proprietary data. I can say that word, proprietary. And of course, software engineers must build more organs based on high-resolution scans and probes of IRL organs. After all... Says Alexandra Golby, the director of image-guided neurosurgery at Brigham and Women's Hospital. Any 3D model is only as good as the data itself. Yeah, no kidding. So that's quite invasive. Uh, But it'd be nice, right? I mean, it'd be pretty sweet. Your heart's going bad. My digital twin's heart is good. Goodbye. I need it. Right? No? You don't want to clone with new organs? I do. Navy calls on researchers to create firefighting humanoid robot. It's about time. We talk about robots taking over jobs all the time. People are scared. They're pissed. They're upset. We saw the video yesterday. It's still up on theblaze.com right now, where Carrier Air Conditioning told their employees in Indianapolis, hey, we love you, but uh," I don't even think they said they love you, but they may have. Uh, Your jobs are history. Uh, We're moving everything to Mexico. Have a nice day. Oh, by the way, uh, your jobs aren't history yet, so keep doing a good job. Uh, It's coming soon. (laughs) Who at Carrier thought that was a good idea? Because it wasn't. Well, we had to tell them. Otherwise, they would have found out on their own. We didn't want that to happen. Yeah, no kidding. Perhaps maybe, I don't know, A, don't do it. Or B, tell your employees, I don't know, in a private situation. Instead of everyone filming on their cell phones, you watch people pretty mad. It was pretty. It's a fascinating video just because you get the idea that the employees aren't real happy. And good luck with creating uh, good products up until you move to Mexico. It might be the time uh, you might want to rethink that purchase of carrier. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's time. You know, Maybe this is the best time to buy a carrier because they'll be more diligent and they'll be making better products in the hopes that it saves their job. I would doubt that very much the Navy is hoping to one day have robots instead of sailors to take on the dangerous job of tackling onboard fires. Why don't we do that in the I mean we could do that all over. It would be great to use firefighting robots, right? The robot five foot ten weighs about 1 hundred forty pounds designed to carry out all other onboard tasks such as basic maintenance work, free up naval personnel for more complicated tasks. So the Navy wants these robots to help them and, and cut down. Actually, that's a good idea. And the Navy, obviously, the military is uh, you know trying to cut back on their military servicemen and women. And it would greatly increase productivity for our military to have robots doing the mundane day-to-day things. You know, just like businesses do, huh? And everyone do the one day, day-to-day things. Well, it frees up the other humans to do better things, right? Right. Okay. The future. Now, search and rescue missions are some of the most horrible things and some of the best things. We have dogs that smell for life. Um, You walk through rubble of buildings, crashes, trying to find humans, right? And listen for people screaming or using uh, infrared scanners trying to find some sort of body in rubble. Well, now, a University of California Berkeley team found... That cockroaches are the thing to do that with. A horde of robot cockroaches. Pretty, I mean, that's pretty slick. Developing a mechanical version of a cockroach so that they construct it and off it goes. Off it goes with their little computer chip inside being their little cockroach finding people in rubble search and rescue missions. We need low cost robots as first responders, and we feel this is really the best model. It has an origami like exoskeleton. It can go into tiny spaces and keep moving. A swarm of these cockroach robots could locate people buried under debris. Animals that are soft, such as worms and slugs, are masters of shape changing, whereas Anthropods, such as spiders and insects, take advantage of their rigid exoskeletons to run and jump. But cockroaches can go anywhere. They can slip through cracks and crevices. The cockroach robot will be outfitted with sensors before it's deployed into the field. There's commercial interest in the idea. I bet. I bet there's commercial interest in the idea. I mean, why not use the computer cockroaches to check foundations of buildings, right uh, 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 or, or or spy on people? but I it, I know it's kind of creepy because cockroaches kind of creep people out. You know, the palmetto bug and I mean, when I first moved to Florida, I really wasn't familiar with uh, cockroaches or palmetto bugs, they call them in Florida because they're the big black ones. But some of them in Florida actually fly. Big, they're, they're tough to kill. But the regular palmetto bug cockroach. Uh, not the up north roaches. Uh, the roaches that they have up north are a little bit different. Uh, they're not the palmetto bug roaches. <laughs> yes, there's different types of roaches. When I first moved to Florida. Those damn roaches oh, uh, freaked me out. And then... In there, they're everywhere. I mean, you keep them at bay. And the best you can do in the state of Florida or the south is to keep them in bay, right? You want to create a barrier around where you live so they stay out of that area. You're not going to kill them all, but you want them to stay out of the area that you are living in. So we first moved into the very first time we bought a house in Florida. Man, it was infested because nobody had lived there for a while. And, you know, you open up the cabinet and and you turn on the light. So you go on a mission of getting rid of that. You do not. (laughs) There is, I don't know, there's only a couple of things maybe I can think of that are creepier than opening a cabinet and cockroaches swarming everywhere. And. So I mean, you just keep them at bay, ants, all that kind of stuff in Florida, anywhere in the South. You're keep you're not you're not going to kill them all. Get over it. You're just not. But there are ways to just keep them out of where you live, and that's the best we can ask for, right? We want cockroaches and bugs to be out of where we live. We don't mind. You can be out there, be over there, out on the other side of that brick wall, but not inside the brick wall. How is was in, and speaking of South Carolina, oh my gosh. Columbia, South Carolina, the home of the University of South Carolina, the Gamecocks, SEC Nation. I'm at the university for a a, a class. It was on Amber Alerts. They were holding a special thing for radio people and news people on Amber Alerts. So we go to South Carolina for this big, you know, Amber Alert classes that they're having for a couple of days. And uh, we're staying, the hotel, we're staying fine. So we're staying at a hotel. And I mean, in the middle of the night, it's about one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. I feel this thing crawling across my chest. And I mean, it's just a, you know I mean? I can't explain, and I mean, I jumped out of bed. I freaked. First of all, it's two o'clock in the morning. I am wide awake. Wide awake. And there is not going to be a cockroach alive in this room that I'm staying at before I lay back down. Okay. And I hunted him down. I, mean, I finally found that bastard. Sorry. I finally found him back in a corner. I mean, the curtains. The little table the phone was on, hunted him down until he couldn't go anywhere. Then, I destroyed him. Okay, I was on the hunt for the cockroach that dared crawl over me in the middle of the night. But then, you know, once he was dead, I mean, I I couldn't go back to sleep anyway because you start thinking about that feeling of that cockroach crawling over your body. So, boy, it makes you want to move to South Carolina, doesn't it?
0: This
3: is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Is the Jeff Fisher show? I uh, we need more time together. I mean, that's we've already wrapped up today. It's unbelievable. All right, so you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, uh, Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram at JeffyMRA. Uh, don't forget to got the pre-debate show starting at eight tonight and post-debate show uh, till midnight tonight on the Blaze Radio Network. Happy Valentine's Day tomorrow. Walking Dead this weekend. Look forward to uh, uh, talking Walking Dead on Monday. Go to the podcast page. Uh, at theblaze.com slash radio, Jeff Fisher, and download uh, the interview with Kristen Slough, uh, Raven 23, False Justice. Uh, do what you can to help with that case. We got the Grammys on Monday. I never did get to the Grammys. We got Adele, The Weeknd, Lady Gaga performing. I mean, hello. Action pack. Action pack. And on top of that, Has anyone at all today once said you look good? Well, you do. Let me be the first. You do. You look great. Means that. Except you're not really planning on wearing that all day, are you? Ooh. Okay, whatever. Good on. This is the Jeff Fisher Show.
0: Only on the Blaze Radio Network.